0: This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer Parish. Ancient of days, mighty God, I am that I am. I am grateful this morning for waking us up again. We slept and we are woke because you sustain us, according to your word in Psalm 3 verse 5. And I'm grateful, Lord, concerning all your children and their household. Thank you for your church. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for yesterday's workers' meeting. Thank you for what you did this morning. Lord Jesus, please accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. We have to you this morning to meet with you and you only. It is only you we want to see. It is only you we want to hear. And I know, Father, you are available to speak. You are available to empower. You are available to open eye. You are available to plant. You are available to strengthen. You are available to revive. This morning, Father, revive us again in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I pray for your church, revive your church more than conqueror parish in the name of Jesus. Amen. Give the heart to love you more than anything else. The heart to always make you number one in their life. Give on to your church more than conqueror parish in the name of Jesus, Lord. Amen. I pray this morning, the heart to always make you first. Give unto the people of the land in the name of Jesus. Amen. I one rapture take place, we will not miss heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Genesis, chapter 18. God has been taking us through a series titled Preparing for the Lord's Visitation. Preparing for the Lord's Visitation. And yesterday, the Lord brought an important matter to us, which was the subject of sin. Brethren, the Lord made us to know there are known and unknown sins. And unknown sins are what we call also presumptuous sins. And David cried to God, for it is whole heart from the book of, Pro, I mean, Psalm 19. He said, Lord, deliver me from presumptuous sin, Deliver thy servant. <laughs> I believe within my whole heart that as many of you that prayed and that engages your heart with this word, I believe that God has given you victory. And so this morning, as we continue in this series, preparing for the Lord's visitation, we are going to look at the Lord's visitation to Abraham. Now I read from verse uh, Genesis chapter 18. I'll read from verse 1 uh, up to verse 5. And then let's have uh, Brother Ephraim read from verse 6 up to verse 10 uh, after that. And then uh, let's have Brother Falana, if you are there, read from verse 11 uh, up to verse 15. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plain of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door. In in the heat of the day. Today, the Lord will appear to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And he lifted up his eyes and looked. And lo, three men stood by. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself to the ground. And said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away. I pray thee, from thy servant, let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. Verse five, and I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort your com- comfort ye your hearts. After that, ye shall pass on, for therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do, as thou hast said. Verse six. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And Abraham hastened into the tent
1: unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal. Knead it and make cakes upon the heart. And Abraham ran unto the heat and fetched a calf tender and good and gave it unto a young man. And he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf, which he had dressed, and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree, and they did it. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, he is behold in the tent. And he said, "I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life." And lo, Sarah, Sarah, thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah had it in the tent which was behind him. Praise the Lord!
0: Hallelujah! The Lord, somebody will speak. The Lord will speak to somebody audibly today in Jesus' name. Verse eleven.
1: Verse 11, now Abraham and Sarah were old, advancing age. Sarah was past childbearing. Sarah laughed to herself, saying, after I have become old, shall I have pleasure of my Lord being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh, saying, should, shall I bear a child when I am so old? Is anything too difficult for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you at this time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Verse 15 Sarah denied it, however, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, No, but she did laugh. Amen.
0: Amen. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Not nothing. At the time appointed, I will return unto thee. Say amen. According to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. I pray for you. Anyone trusting God for the fruit of the womb, beginning from now, starting from this very moment, according to the time of life, nine months from now, we will rejoice with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, brethren, when you look at this uh, story, there was something that led to, to it. And if you read chapter 17 towards the end, particularly from verse 23 to 27, o Abraham obeyed God. So your obedience will trigger the Lord's sudden visitation. Yesterday, we talked about the issue of sin, how it can be known, and sometimes people don't know. But then also our obedience to to seemingly little things that God instructed us to do qualifies us for the Lord's visitation. So Abraham circumcised himself so that we can have a proper perspective into the, the sudden visitation that Abraham had. Now, In this chapter 18 from verse 1 to 15 that we just read. Now, you see, it was a sudden visitation. But I wanted to, that is to man. But I wanted to know that there is nothing sudden uh, with God. There is nothing sudden with God. God, there is nothing that he does that is a surprise to him. He knows everything. He's the Almighty God. From beginning to the end, he knows everything. He's Alpha and Omega. So when the Lord visited you, or the Lord decided to visit you, um, to you it might be so it might be a sudden surprise. But I wanted to know. To the Almighty God, it is not. He has planned it. But there are things that we need to do to trigger that visitation. Look at it from the time the Lord has started this series with us. We we, we went on by looking at the the importance of our heart. There the Lord revealed revealed unto us that as children of God, we must have our hearts must be right with God. You must be expectant of his visitation. And the Lord went on but to tell us about sanctification. How sanctification, how we need to be sanctified. And the Lord then told us practical things we need to do. The issue of washing our clothes, taking care of our homes, our body to prepare for his visitation. And then we've moved on to the issue of sin yesterday. And here we are this morning, now talking about obedience. That's the first thing. Obedience and hospitality is what we are looking at this morning. Obedience and hospitality. Brethren, when you you obey the Lord's instruction, no matter how stupid it may sound, no matter how hard it may sound, then you just passed a test. And I tell you, before a child moves to the next class, the child has to pass a certain amount of tests. The child has to pass a level of tests. The teachers will test him to see how far he or she has gone, how how much of mastery he or she has been able to gain with what they are taught. And that's why I want to tell you again and again, student, enjoy the moment. Do not complain at all. Because it was you that said you want to go to school, right? Or maybe it was your parent that forced you to go to school. When you you have assignments, you have tests, you have exams, rejoice. Why? Because you are preparing for promotion. That is what it means. You are preparing for promotion. Your teachers, your professors simply want to test how much knowledge you have gained to see if learning is taking place. And you see that when you you do it successfully, what happens? Then you qualify to move to the next level of your life, of the class. I pray for somebody this morning. Beginning from this morning, every little thing that the Lord would tell you to do your heart will be panting after God, and you will do them joyfully in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will do them gladly in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, brethren, obedience was very, is very key. Now, the Lord suddenly appeared to Abraham in the plain of Mamre, and he sat in the tender in the heat of the day. Like we thank God for this beautiful weather the Lord has given unto us here now in this part of the world. I believe there are some part of the world that are even more hotter than he now. So no no reason to complain. Now, so in the heat of the day, he just like me say, okay, well, let me take some fresh air outside of my my home. And then lo and behold, three men just appeared from nowhere. Now, but something that, that also, you know, that surprising was that how was Abraham Quickly able to discern that these were the, 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 the angels of the living God. I remember, by the way, angels, when an angel appeared to any man, it is God himself that appeared to them. God himself. God himself. So God himself appeared to Abraham. And I mean, not in the vision. There are times whereby the Bible tells us about how God appeared to Abraham in a vision. This was plain. The way I can see my wife, see my children, the way I can see you in person. That was the way God appeared to Abraham. So my question, what does this man, who is this man, Abraham, that qualifies him to who's the king of glory like this? There's something about Abraham. One of it is obedience. Brethren, if you want to know a man or if you want to know a woman, you see, spend some time with them. It doesn't take long to know who a person is. It doesn't take long to know what the state of a person's heart is. It's a matter of few minutes. So Abraham obeyed God. Then the Lord visited, them. brethren. As the Holy Spirit gives me out, Francis, I can teach you about obedience, but I cannot obey for you. That is just the wonderful part about it. I can scream from night in the evening, obey the Lord, obey the Lord, but I cannot obey for you. You cannot obey for me. And everyone has to take steps to obey the Lord. When you do, then you move to the next level of your life. Disobedience to the instruction of God keeps you at the same level. But then if you want to change your level as you are preparing for the Lord's visitation, obedience is very key. Then another thing that we saw in the life of Abraham now is this in verse 3. And said, my Lord, if now I have found favor in thy side, you will find favor in the sight of God. Your household will find favor in the sight of God. Amen. Pass not Amen. away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fresh and wash your feet and rest, your, and rest yourselves under the tree. Let a little water, I pray you, Be first and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree. Brethren, there are some glorious things, glorious culture, biblical heaven culture that many of us don't have. And if you want to really receive the Lord to visit you, you must have them and you must engage them when a visitor visits you particularly in the heat of the day like this the first is not to be talking 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 is to offer them water simple thing in a clean vessel wives when your husband arrives in this heat of the day the first thing is not to be talking talking about this and that and that or complaining of one thing or the other, offer him water. Water is life. Why is the Lord saying this? It is because there are little things, he said that there are little things that my people ignore that prevent me from visiting them. Abraham, let a little water, I pray you be fed and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree and I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort ye your heart after that ye shall pass on for therefore ye are ye come to your servant and they said so do look at it they said do what is in your mind do what you want to do as thou hast said
1: brethren
0: Preparing for the Lord's visitation, one thing is critical for you obedience. Another thing that is critical, you must have the heart of hospitality. I don't want you to join the company of people who say they don't have It's not about, we're not talking about, does it cost money to, for you to give water to your husband or to your visitor? No, it doesn't cost any money. It is because of the heart. If the heart is there, when visitors visit your house, don't just trivialize it, offer them water. Offer them something special. Now, because the Bible also teaches us that when we entertain visitors, when we, some some of us have entertained angels that we don't know. Remember, angels, angels. god can transform them to anything yes i say it again god can transform angels to anything to pass a message angels can even carry the face of a man in real life i'm telling you angels can carry the face of a man remember the the when when an angel appeared onto there was a burning bush It was an angel. God turned that angel to fire. So God can transform an angel to anything to pass his message. And God spoke through that fire to Moses. So brethren, do you have a heart for hospitality? Can you entertain the people that come to your house? Can you give them just clean water to drink? When people are in need around you, do you shut your bowel? You want God to visit you, you must be Libra. And The Bible said a Libra soul shall be made fat. That is one of the kingdom mystery and lifestyle. Now you can understand why God loved Abraham so much. Why God called him his friend. Because many of us want to be the friend of God, but we are we are not doing what Abraham did. And that's what one of the apostles said. He said, if indeed you are Abraham's children, then you will follow the steps of Abraham. Brethren, we need to follow the steps of Abraham if we want to obtain the kind of result that Abraham obtained. He hastened. He prepared food. You remember I wasn't expecting them. Suddenly they just show up. And they begin to say, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Sarah, the boys, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah." And they put things together, and everybody was up and doing. Everybody was up and doing, and they they, they prepare. And where they were doing that, I could perceive the Lord say, "Hi, see Abraham, She's wife, She's also. household." Hmm. And the Lord said, in verse nine, "Where is Sarah thy wife?" Ah. Abraham was, you know, would have been surprised. Ah. She's in the, you know, in the kitchen preparing the, you know, your food. Ah. Okay. And he said, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. Can you see it? As much as the baby was also important to Abraham, I wanted to know it was much more important to Sarah. But then Abraham received them, told Sarah, go and do this. Prepare food, do this, do that, and that. And then, so the visitation was actually for Sarah, if we are going to look at it. Obedience, hospitality, we must not allow this to leave our life. As we engage all of this, the things that you don't even expect all of a sudden, God may not necessarily visit you like an angel the way he visited Abraham, but God can visit you through your friends. He can visit you through your children. He can visit you through your spouse. He can visit you through your colleagues. He can visit you through the servant of the law. He visits people in diverse ways. Your eyes must be open to obey him. I want you to bow down your head. I first begin to appreciate God for the word that you have heard. And then, second, if you are here this morning and you have not turned your heart onto Jesus, is the way. Jesus is not a way, is the way, the only way. So you're here this morning, you've not turned your heart onto him. You have an opportunity. Not only in this world is it good for you to turn your heart to Jesus, but that Jesus can come even as we are speaking now. When it comes, what excuse will you give? Will you say it was your friends or your neighbors or your husband, your wife, your children or anything? No. So you're here this morning. You want to turn your heart back to Jesus. Raise up your hand. And while the rest of you open your mouth, don't sleep. Make sure you are opening your mouth and praying and thanking God for the word that you have heard. What is your prayer point? We have three prayer points after that. Pray and say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for sending your word. Those of you that are raising up your hand, I say, Lord Jesus, this morning I surrender my heart unto you. Please come into my heart. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. I repent of them all. Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost as we are promised in your word in Ephesians 1, verse 13. Thank you, Lord Jesus, and write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name we are praying. Lord, as many that have prayed this prayer, I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, let it be well with them. I pray, Lord, save their soul, forgive them their sin, write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. I want you to stretch forth your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, Amen. I thank you for your word that you have sent unto us this morning. I thank you for your sons and daughters you have brought unto yourself. Is anyone sick among them? Every hand stretched forth. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Is anyone afflicted? Father, heal them all in the name of Jesus.
1: Amen. This
0: morning, Father, I pray, even as we have learned from your word, on the need for obedience, on the needs to be hospitable, that we may receive your visitation. I ask this morning, Father, They had to obey you at all costs. They had to be hospitable at all times. Give unto us in the name of Jesus, I pray for all your children. If perhaps they have missed their day of appointed time, Lord, I pray you are a merciful God. You can do it again. Revisit them again in the mighty name of Jesus. Open their eyes to know that you are the one visiting them in the name of Jesus. Amen. We have to do what is needful in the name of jesus amen lord, i pray in the name of jesus even as this is it we we'll talk about the lord's visitation lord jesus give every one of your children testimony that indeed the lord visited them in jesus name
1: amen. Amen.
0: all the testimonies of visitation testimony of job testimony of Of immigration document and all the other testimony that are yet to be shared. May your name be praised in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.